0: Welcome to a continuance of last week's episode of From the Streets to the Pulpit. Tonight, we're going to continue to talk about what is a man. I know we've heard lots and lots of different definitions according to Merriam-Webster, but tonight, we're going to talk about the characteristics. We're going to talk about what makes a man a man, and we're not talking about the tools that's in the shed. So I guess without further ado, we'll get right to it. Oh, oh, I'm excited. I'm very excited.
1: Good evening. Good
2: evening.
0: Okay. Okay. What is a man part two?
2: Part two. Um, I Get. saw something very interesting not long ago. Uh I was I was reading um an excerpt. Not even an excerpt, but I guess just a synopsis of I guess there's this book out there called Male versus Man. And um It says that manhood is an agenda. What do you think about that? Let's talk about that. It says um, what makes you a man is your dedication to being a servant or a leader, and you rarely get there without information and instruction. Well, manhood is an agenda.
0: What was that last word? An agenda?
2: Yeah, manhood is an agenda. Okay. Being uh, a man is an agenda.
0: I can I can see that. I can see that because becoming a man isn't an accident. It's very flagrant, it's intentional. I Me mean, because when you when you become a man, you're going to um learn those qualities, those traits and characteristics from another man, maybe daddy or grandfather or uncle, whoever. Some, some man is going to give you that because you're looking for it. That is part of your agenda to become a man. One of the things that I find that we have a problem with in our community or in the communities nowadays is that we try to make every male – a man. Okay. You you're not a man by birthright. And and I think that's where we're falling short. Sometimes you you have males. That's fine.
2: Why do you think we're falling short in that area? Um I mean, I I think the obvious answer to part of that problem is is the lack of um um Male leadership in the households, um, but the what other reasons are we falling short in that area?
0: I think we're falling short because our boys are being taught by their moms that she don't need them, and when you keep continue to hear, I don't need you, I don't need you, I don't need a man, I don't need a man, pretty soon this kid is going to grow up with that same mentality. I don't need a man to tell me how to be a man. I don't need a man. I don't need a man. I don't need a man. But in actuality, you do. And in actuality, she does as well. So that ignorance is what is being spread.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So because now, and a lot of the the characteristics and traits that that these males are um, possessing is that of the mama. When you are a single mom or a young mother for whatever reason, and and you have this kid in tow, when you go out fighting and having attitudes, that's what he picked up on and attitudes. When he see you acting like a mature woman and he have another uh, a man influence in his life, he's going to pick up those characteristic traits and he's also going to have an agenda for his wife. He have an idea for the woman that he wants in his life based on the example and the demonstration that his mom has
2: okay, that makes sense any other any other reasons why you think we fall short? What about the the um possibility of the the men uh or excuse me correct myself the males not actually knowing um, what a real man is. And so the the role models um, in the community, or some of the role models, or the, some of the males in the community, um, are failing the the younger brothers because they they too are lost.
0: Well, so again, the males versus the men. You know, they are going to males because they are older than them but they don't know what a man looks like so they automatically start moving like a male because they've learned from males it's it is part of the older generation's fault because and i'm gonna say we because we are I'm part of the older generation we stop fighting we, mm-hmm. we 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 stop, um, and when I say fighting, I'm talking about fighting for for everything, for everything. We stop fighting for respect. We stop fighting for um, equality. We stop fighting for our family. We stop fighting for everything, um, and it became more and more apparent when you see more and more women. Um, kicking a man out the house, and that's just what it is. Um, We're not trying to see our children because it's not worth the fight. Moms want to fight us in every way for every reason because they're mothers and not women.
2: Womanhood Mm -hmm. is also Mm -hmm. an agenda. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I agree with that. I think what's what's very interesting and and I don't want to get obviously off topic. Um yes, womanhood is an agenda. Um and and, and yes, we have a whole lot of uh females being mothers but not being women. Um and it, it takes in order for the circle to be complete and i say the circle when in when I I mean when a, um a female becomes a mother in order for that circle to be complete as far as a child is, is concerned um and the the mother is unwed she has to become a woman and and she has to do that um to be able to benefit her child in such a way she allows that child to be part of her father or her daddy's life or his or her. Um, A woman understands the needs of her children. A mother understands her needs. Um, and the unfortunate part is, like you said earlier, in in the community we have mothers who are basically um, selling their children short, and especially their boys, because of the lack of, of male role models or the lack of leadership um, of a man in the household, or Nearby the household, close family, absolutely.
0: I, I agree. I agree. I think as as a woman, and again, I'm specifying when I say woman versus a mother. Um, sometimes for the for for the listeners, sometimes they're not uh, in sync. You can be a mother and still not a woman yet. Now. When you know that there is something missing, like that, that, that father figure or actually the daddy isn't there, it is your responsibility to put this kid in a better situation by putting him around men, not males, men. In order for you to help this young man, this, this, this boy, to become a man, he has to be around men. Not males, so and when you don't do that, you are that's a, i would i would boldly say that that's a strike against motherhood
2: uh yeah, yeah i mean yeah i can dig that i can dig that when you um because you you it has to be a a balance the the children need um both parents. That's why that's why God gave the ability to procreate to a man and a woman because mm-hmm. of the need of balance between mm-hmm. both parents. Um mm-hmm. their attributes come from the man. Uh whether it's whether the child is a boy or a girl now, it doesn't matter. But there are things that children that, that the boy or girl will learn from the man and learn from the from the woman. Um, and mm-hmm. I I do agree to an extent when we um don't actively seek and don't actively encourage a relationship with the other Parent, you know, the biological parent of a child, um, or the parent or a role model of the opposite sex of a child, we do him or her a disservice. Um, again, like for me, I grew up in a household where, you know, I had my, my grandmother and my grandfather. And even still, um, because my grandfather passed away when I was at such a young age, I hadn't gotten to the age where um, I started learning about men, like conversations that should have taken place between he and I about, about men um, to an extent where, you know, where I would learn about what, what a real man is mm-hmm. and things of like that nature. They never had the opportunity to take place. You see, so uh, I, I lost my role model at an at an early age, and and while I did have, you know, uncles, like they didn't measure up to the kind of man my grandpa was, you know, like his sons did it. I don't know why. Right. Um, but again, and and maybe it was because when you know when they were younger, they had children at such a young age, they kind of grew up when they were raising their children. You know what I mean? Maybe that's right. why but they, they couldn't hold a candle to my grandfather. So at that point when I lost my granddad, you know, my dad was in the military and, and 90% of the time always deployed. So I, I had no role model, um, no more role model. I You know, my, what I knew about men was to that point when I was, you know, 12 years old. And you and I both know at 12 years old that that's when the learning or the comprehension starts, not ends. Mine ended at 12, and most people's understanding and learning and comprehension and and things like that come at 12. So, um, yeah, we do ourselves a a huge disservice, and our children a huge disservice, when we don't allow um, participation of the other biological parent or – uh, positive role model of the opposite sex be involved.
0: Absolutely. Now, again, role model of the opposite sex, you want, you let's, let's specify man versus male. So you want a man to teach your boy son. You know what I mean? Um, I'm going to say this, and then we're going to uh, introduce. Uh, Caller two zero seventy five I understand the disconnect between with the generation um being raised by as as you know my grandparents as well the the role model that i that i had um it was a lot of males and ideally the only man that i had that i could i saw a great example was Cliff Huxtable, true to me. Um, he looked like me his His interests were um i guess somewhat like mine uh with music and and just being cool how he be be cool, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes in our community, that's all we have. Maybe that's why they took that away from us. Um, But I know for a fact that if we didn't have that, there will be a lot of men out here that will still be moving like males.
2: If I think it's fair to say this, if we don't get it from one place, we're gonna get it from somewhere else, Uh, and. And I think that somewhere else um, we better hope, you know, as, as mothers who have children in that position, we better hope that, that somewhere else is is, an, is a man, you know, not somebody who's out here fronting and acting like a man or who thinks they are a man and, you know, they're still a boy. Um, but we hope that when, when our children seek outside um, that they, they get it from a man. I think that, you know um too often we underestimate the need of men um not just in our children's lives but like you said in in our lives as as women um we underestimate the need we underestimate the void so to speak of of not having um a man around um and we don't fully understand. I guess it's it's kind of something you won't fully understand. That's what's missing until you get it. You see what I'm saying? Right. It's kind of one right. of those. I don't know. It's, it's almost like a. It's like a puzzle piece. Um. So yeah, I think um, I think you're right. You're,
0: well, let's take the time to introduce two zero seven five to the lawn Good evening
3: good evening.
0: We are mm-hmm. continuing with what is a man part two
3: okay okay um from i mean I came on late, but from um what I heard, you know um you know I'm a single parent, and I do have a son. And um, he's growing up without his dad, right? And, I mean, pretty much growing up without really a good role model, you know, a good man, not just a male, in his life, right? right? I can teach him certain things. I can tell him certain things. But unless he sees it being, you know, continuously done by that male figure that he looks up to that is going to, you know, point him in the right direction, you know, he may never get it. And, you know, as a single parent, that's one of the things that I worry about. That's some of the things that he needs to learn from that person. He's not getting it, so he's going to fall short when he becomes an adult in really needing to, you know, how is, so for example, how should he really treat a woman, You need to open Mm -hmm. the door, you need to, as a husband, you know, bills are paid, this is done, you know, I can tell him. But unless he sees it happening and somebody really showing him, I mean, all in all, God has blessed us with, you know, having a, you know, some persons in his life that has taught him a lot of things, you know. But I still just, you know, feel like there's so much more he's missing out on just not having that constant person in his life.
0: Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right, and I do understand. And I pray that you know God bring that man that He needs and you need. I know when it comes to our our boys, if we don't keep them involved and engaged in something, sports or what have you, they will find and seek um, a fulfill a, a filler. And it may not be good. Mm-hmm. And it may be the streets. It may be yeah. um, a criminal organization, gangbang, and what have you. Who
3: mm-hmm. knows?
0: But I know that there's um, some organizations that have male, uh, men, boys, excuse me. They're of men, but they have boy groups that they could help, and they're positive. They they do a lot of work in the community. um I would get with Pastor about the organizations there um, when he come on because uh, his affiliation, my affiliation, I know more about, I know about Georgia. I don't know much Mm -hmm. about South Carolina.
3: Yeah, and I mean, and, and all in all, you know, I mean, he's 18 now. And, you know, every day I really, you know, thank God that he graduated high school, didn't fail any classes, you know, um, he has not gotten into any trouble, you know, with the law or, you know, outside with, you know, as you, you know, like gangbanging you know, getting, I mean, he's not been, and every day I really thank God that, I mean, you know, I try to get him like, I mean, I, he was involved in church from, you know, growing right up. So that was also an influential factor too, because he had persons, you know, in church that really helped to guide him also. Mm-hmm. So, you know, thankful for that part because, you know, he's almost, I mean, he's an adult now, but I just think that there's just some things that I know that he should have learned that, you know, from a man that he didn't. And, you know, I'm just praying that, you know, stuff like that wouldn't really come to affect him, you know, when he gets older and maybe, you know, become a father, you know, knowing how rich you really treat a daughter or, you know, be a big father good.
0: To our son, then. Absolutely. When when it comes to when when our children, we want our children to be better than we were. And one of the things that um, he would he would really benefit is you know hearing hearing what you say and watching what you do. You know, if you continue moving around the house, I I don't need a man. I don't need a man. I don't need a man. That's mm-hmm. the same direction he's going to go when he grow up because essentially you brainwash him to believe and think so, and yeah. now it's like I'm the I'm a man and I don't you know I'm, I'll figure it out my way and before you know anything yeah. to his demise he's gotten in trouble.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's part I, I I don't do. I don't say I don't want a man or nothing. You know, I always say yeah, it's something I would want. So, you know, and everything. Right. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. And 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 because he heard, you know, that he's going to try to be the best man that he could be so that he uh-huh. can fill that void for you, not in that way, but just a man, yeah. in the, you know, going out working, you know, try to reach back down to help mom out.
3: Yeah, the, yeah, and that is what he's trying to do because, you know, he got him a little job. He'll say, you know, Mama, um, how much is the water bill, you know? i pay the water bill, you know, because I never asked him for anything. But on his own, he came out and he said, how much for the water bill? I'll do the water bill I'm in every month. So no problem. So, you know, at least he's learning that part without me even having to tell him. So, you know, I'm thankful.
0: Well, that is something to be to be grateful for, you know, and by by accepting something, you, you're teaching him just a lot in that regard. You know what yeah. I mean? Because a lot of times we, we I'm not going to say prideful, but even if we don't take the money or we take the money and put it in an account form, we're still mm-hmm. showing them about responsibility, that nothing yeah. in this world, everything costs and everything, you know, there's value and, and to be respected. As such, mm-hmm. you know, meaning when you when you go take a bath, don't try to fill a tub up with water, you know, all the way to the rim because that's useless. You follow yeah. me? So that's the, that's the part of of, of teaching um, that we learn as men. You know, it's not about how much money we make, but it's what we do with it and how we yeah. utilize it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're you're teaching him that that first things first is the responsibility, and then I guess life, for lack of better yeah. words.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, let's ask Miss Quick what she think about this from a woman's perspective.
2: Which part exactly?
0: Um, What you were just saying? What I mean, both, whatever you, whatever you want to speak on. Um,
2: I I think that you know she she definitely has uh things to be proud of, especially you know (laughs) is, I mean you think about it right when you have an eighteen year old who you know has a job and um just to have someone who is focused and willing to stand up and say you know what let me let me pay something. Um, that's commendable in itself because usually they, you know, we're focused on wanting to get a job. And I'm not saying just boys, but children, um, you know, focus on getting a job so we can get the latest and greatest, you know, this, that, and, and the other, you know, the, the PS5 or, you know, what have you. So it, I think it's very commendable in itself just to be able to um, have someone you know have him focused in such a way that he's paying attention to what's going on around him versus everything else you know mm-hmm. um that's that's that i think that's very commendable um and even you know at eighteen you know it's it's, it's never too late to have him interact with men um I think that there's there's always room for growth, um, regardless of what age you are and and if if you know, um you know and not even necessarily programs, but just you know, just men around there. We could be pastor, church and deacons or what have you, um, just encourage him to sit down and have a word or two um, with a pastor or, or the trustee, whenever there's a, a function, just encourage him to sit down and have a word or two because he'll learn something. Um, and, and nine times out of ten, I think if, if he's connected um, with with a, a real man, he'll he'll learn a, a different skill set of, of of what a real man has. So um, I mean. Again, at eighteen, there's there's still a whole lot of life to live, so there's still a lot of learning and a lot of growing to do. And and from what it sounds like, you know, he, he can only go up.
0: I agree. I know when you're dealing with an eighteen year old, and, and as a as a as, as a boy at eighteen mm-hmm. who thought I was a man, I realized that it was so much that I hadn't learned. I knew more than the average 18-year-old did, but there was a lot that I still hadn't learned. And it wasn't until I was around men. Actually, when I went to the military and was around men, I learned about being a man. All the way up to when I went back and, you know, spoke with my grandfather, you know, the last few months of his life, Um, it was... The conversations were different, you know. Now you're talking to me as a as a man. You, you follow me? Because he saw a man standing before him, and that's that will be the difference with your son. He he's at eighteen. He's he's a young eighteen versus he's a boy eighteen versus a man eighteen. You know what I mean? And he won't get that man eighteen until he's around. Um men somebody to to help kind of mold him right now, he's just that clay that needs molding if you follow me,
2: yeah, and being a boy eighteen is not necessarily a bad thing, you know no, like you it, know it when, isn't it isn't when i I think back you know to to being that age i was a I was a girl seventeen uh 18, 19, and shoot, I was probably a girl twenty five you know what I'm saying, but but again it was it was it was those opportunities that i had to interact with with women um whether it was a conversation or you know it was just observation um that that kind of helped you know help that growth you know i think it, i think that that's the important thing you know are are is are we moldable are we trainable are we coachable um, if we always remain in a state like that then then you know the the sky's the limit as far as learning um how to operate within your manhood or within your womanhood
1: I'll
0: tell you that. I know for i know as as a He's he's eighteen now, so he's thinking he's a man. He will want to do many things and some things, you know, you should allow him to um maybe even if it's just saying the 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 blessing over the food, you know what I mean? It's preparing him for those things to when he becomes the head of his house. If he don't know how to how to how to pray and and bless the food now he won't when he get older, unless he's around some man that he see does that, but if you get him comfortable now, he'll be the things he's comfortable with now. He'll be more comfortable with when he, when he get his own.
3: Yeah, I um, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, there's, I mean, there's, there's a lot he has left to learn and. You know, I mean I just pray that I mean the right person will come in our lives that's gonna, you know, help him to grow and mature,
0: you know, into the
3: man, you know, he's ordained to to be.
0: Well what I will do is I will um have Pastor give you my number and if and you can mm-hmm. give it to him and if and if he you know, has any questions? You know, he need to talk or whatever. He can call them. Mm-hmm. and okay, it's just, we got to take care of our community. You know, it starts. Every line starts with a point.
1: Yes, that's true.
0: Miss Quick.
2: Yes. Yeah. As.
0: You were speaking when you were, you said you wasn't quite, you are probably a girl at 25. Um, And you said you didn't really have, and you really, you stopped maturing at 12 when it comes to certain things. In regards to um, male dating or um, future husband and all that kind of stuff. How was that for you? Well, you say you start maturing at 12, and, you know, and you said you're probably still a girl at 25, in a sense. And I'm just, you know, as far as dating, you know, dealing with men. In your how how did that hinder you, or how did that help you, or did you see it as a as a benefit how did what's your thoughts on that?
2: um well, my grandfather died when I was twelve so at that point, mm-hmm. the example um in my home that I had of a man I was mm-hmm. gone, so I didn't necessarily stop maturing. I mean my grandma was there, um so I was still being raised and still being poured into into. Um, I just, I just wasn't getting the, you know, the talks about how a man should treat you, um, and like I should have been, you know, everyone yeah. in a moment would have a conversation, but it was, you know, it wasn't, um, a pouring into conversation. It was more like a question and answer, you know, like, so, um, I guess, you know, I, I the like I said last week, the it affected me because like I didn't I didn't really know I didn't have a conversation about what a man was. Um, I didn't have a conversation about what a man should be. Um now I had a real life example of how a man should treat a woman. I saw how my grandma treated I mean how my grandpa, you know, treated my grandpa, my grandmother, but um again, that ended at an early age, but it, it stayed with me. Um so with respects to, you know, like relationships and all that stuff, like I, I wasn't I wasn't the kind of girl that was in and out of relationship. I wasn't you know moving from one guy to the next you know I wasn't in search of um anything when it comes to relationships so I wasn't um I guess and you know I wasn't because I wasn't in and out of relationships and things like that then the work on myself I was more hmm, in tune or inclined to do the work on myself to get where I needed to be. Does that make sense? Does that answer your question?
0: It makes perfectly good sense. It's um, now. I'm of course I'm I'm being selfish, and I say that, that you know it's, it's amazing the woman that you became with that, but um i'm not I'm not the spiritual leader of this this thing, but you know God does everything for for a reason, and you ended up being perfect for me uh, so that's that but I know when it comes to um Certain certain things, you know, a lot of people will try to fill fill voids, and you were saying that, you know, you you lost uh, your grandpa early, and you lost your, your grandma early, and oftentimes people take time take that time to to go out and try to find something to fill those voids. You know what I
2: mean? Uh, I do, I do know what you mean, and for me, it, it wasn't. <laughs> It wasn't me, and it was it was alcohol, you know. Like I just since this is a call, I, it, I mean, it was it was it was alcohol, and that's where I found solidarity. I mean, it, I was in in college, you know, working and, and coping and trying to cope, and you know, and drinking and working and, you know, wasn't wasn't a party animal, nothing of that sort. But I mean so, yeah, for a while it was alcohol. Hmm.
0: Well that's amazing. I know I was as a as a man, you know, my grandfather was my example. Um, I've never seen him up until he died, I've never seen him cuss at my grandmother. I've never seen them fight or anything like them. Should sure they had their disagreements, but it was always with respect. He always took the high road, quote unquote, because he knew who he was and more importantly what he was. That's that's huge in in men. Oftentimes, you know, men and women move off of different vibes. Women move off of emotion. Men move out of logic. And sometimes, more often than not, they don't really sync up. So, in conversations, it has to be had. We have to communicate, and that's one of the things that uh, we got to put an asterisk by when we talk about a successful relationship. Is communication, especially in the beginning. In the learning stages of a relationship, communication is key. So you can learn about each other. That's the only way you can learn is through effective communication. That's the only way you can problem solve in any relationship through effective communication. So even today, I would practice that because that's what I saw. Like the sister who was on earlier, you know, we were saying how, what what her son sees is everything that she does and hear everything that she says. And that's what he will start putting into action. So it's very important that what one hear and one see is, is positive. You know what I mean? hmm So when we start having these conversations about, about what, what man, what is a man, one of the, the things about a man is men need to communicate effectively, not in an overbearing and not as a, as a tyrant or a dictator, but more so with a sound mind. Because if the woman in the relationship is moving off of emotion, he is not coming with a sound mind, nine times out of ten, it's 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 gonna be a catastrophe. But if he can have a sound mind and she and she trusts in him because this is the man God has for her, she will listen to his reason. And he will add a little bit of her emotion to it to get that compromise. That's what a man does. That's part of the characteristics of a man.
1: Okay, I can
2: Would agree with agree? that. Would you agree?
0: Would you disagree?
2: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I I can agree with that. I think that I mean not only should that be a characteristic of of, of a man, but woman as well. Effective communication um, between both. You know, between both men and women, and and um, you know, for for those women who are single, who, um, you know, you have to. No, you don't have to. Um, I think that in the time of being single, is 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 the time to um, practice you know practice on effective communication, effective listening. Um not with I mean obviously if you're single um you don't have a spouse to to practice that with, but with everyone. You know, practice effectively communicating at work. Excuse me, with your children. Um you know with with friends, family, you know. Um and and then also I think that on on the last call pastor had mentioned something to the effect of there's a time knowing the time and the place to have certain conversations with your significant other or spouse. So um you have to practice that because it's not every day is going to be a day or a good day to have a conversation about how aggravated you are, about glasses um being left you know, in the bathroom or being left on the sink or, you know, shoes being left in a hallway. You know, not every day is going to be a good day to have those types of talks. Um, And so I think for, for women, for us, it's we just needing to understand how men communicate, how men comprehend, because you don't think on the same wavelengths that we do. Um, knowing how men respond, because you don't respond the way that we do. And sometimes we expect you to respond one way and it doesn't happen. and And, you know, things could go downhill from that point. So I think that, you know, being... in a, in a single state is 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 the time for preparation and and learning um preparing yourself in learning um not only you know trying to figure out learning how to communicate but but learning how you receive information as well
0: i know that it when you when you're not communicating effectively you know, one of the things could could well nine times out of ten it would be an argument. Nine times out of ten because certain things don't match up. It may be the tone, it may be the delivery, it may be the body action, it may be whatever and if, if both of us are already emotional, we ain't getting nowhere. We're not getting anywhere at all. So that's that's one of the things as as men, you you will have to do. Another thing as a man, sometimes it's okay to listen. Sometimes it's okay to apologize. It doesn't matter who's right or who's wrong. It doesn't. Sometimes it's just okay to say, you know what, I apologize. If that's gonna help sleep at night. Then let's do it, if you will.
2: I think that's important for 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 women too, though. You know, learning and and, and we here's where ego plays a plays a part. You know, because um, what is a man to do with his ego? You know, and and that's right now that's rhetorical, but that will become a question after I make my next statement. Um, but I think that you know women should also understand that last word and always important, you know, apologies are, are necessary. Um and and there's nothing wrong with apologizing. Shoot sometimes you you can apologize and you haven't even done anything wrong. Like you yourself haven't done anything mm-hmm. wrong. You're just apologizing for you know, for the situation um at hand. Mm-hmm. Um so I think that that's important. And when you are married or getting married, um, those are things that that you you have to be cognizant of because you have to pick your battles. (laughs) Pick them very, very wisely because truthfully in a marriage, you know, you're not going to want to fight the same ones over and over and over that's that's how that's how people end up in divorce.
0: But that goes that goes in both directions. You know it does. Um, we shouldn't we shouldn't have to have the same conversation over and over. You know what I mean? You've expressed your your concern, your issue and as a man, well the man that I am I'm gonna fix it. You may not, I may not. You may just be venting, but I'm gonna fix it. Now, that's where the tricky part for men comes into play. Is she venting, or do she want you to fix it? So, in communicating, you sometimes just gotta ask that question if you're not sure. What was the question that you had that you wanted to? Come back to
2: what is a man to do with his ego?
0: Wow, okay my ego is what is a man, man is then? I know
1: hmm?
0: what is a man mm-hmm. to do with his ego? My ego is great but it's not too big or maybe it's big, big enough to where I can still apologize. You know what I mean? My ego is big enough to where I can sit it aside and pick it back up later. If I to set it aside to make sure that you're okay, to make sure that I'm not offending you, make sure that I'm not belittling you or what have you, your ego is like, is like your clothes. You know, you have enough on to stay warm, but then you could take that jacket off in order to get comfortable, or you could take, you know, the sweater off. That's how ego fits. Ego isn't and shouldn't be like a bathing suit that you got to put on everything over it. If that, you understand that analogy.
1: Uh mm-hmm.
0: huh. Ego is you adjust it down for whom you're dealing with, for what the situation requires.
2: So
0: that's what real men do with their ego. Yes, we we go keep our ego. We go keep our ego, we go keep our pride because that's we've we've accomplished this. We've achieved this. You may not see it because you know, you haven't seen it. But I know where I've come from. I I know where um what I had to go through. So if nobody else feel like I did a good job, Damn it, I feel like I did a good job. And I'm somebody for doing this. But again, each time you accomplish something is when you put on that layer. And it's when you put it on. But okay. if I have to deal with my kids, I'll take off the layer that I need to, to to get down and play with them, to chastise them. And even if they say, Daddy, that's wrong Or Whatever the case may be You, you know what I mean? You, you, you adjust accordingly You adjust down It's the same thing with pride It's the same thing with pride Okay Now okay. so yourself there From a woman's perspective
2: What from a woman's perspective.
0: What is a woman to do with her
2: ego? <laughs> I don't think that the woman's ego measures up to be a man's. Um well wow. let me just say <laughs> let me just let me just rephrase <laughs> that. Because because for some it is. But but for me, um my my ego is uh used specifically for certain things. Right? So so when it comes to, you know, you and, and and our boy, you know, my ego, like it's it I put it down, like you said, it's you know what, put it to the side. Um my ego comes into play where it you know, for my job, um when um you know dealing with certain people or or having to get through certain issues because sometimes e- ego can can be motivational um so yeah when when I'm dealing with you and my family and or our family and no there's no ego it's tuned all the way
3: down
1: okay. That's. Go um, ahead.
0: I was about I was about to say that's that's commendable. You know, that's where um, the slippery slope comes because of of one not being able to adjust, and everything Whoa. everything you know is case by case.
2: Well, that's the thing, you know, In, you know, we talk about, you know, you talk about um, adjusting, and and that's what marriage is. It's a constant adjustment. You know, no two days are going to be the same. No two situations are going to be the same. No two reactions are going to be the same. It's it's all different. So it's a constant adjustment. And um, how can you adjust if you... Had yeah, if you stuck up in your ego, you know what I mean? If you're not willing to put your ego to the side, how can you be adjustable? You can't, right?
0: Well, you're not, I mean, just
2: because you don't feel as though anything is wrong with you, quote unquote, right? So, exactly. So, it's when I think about what's more important, um. Ego doesn't make that list when it comes to my family. Mm-hmm. Now, on my job, you know, is uh, that that's different. You know, I'm, I'm going to need that ego because that ego is going to get, you know, it's going to get me to the next level or, you know, it's going to get me to the next large program or what have you. But um, at home, I think that, You know, it's 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 my sanctuary. You know, it's at home is a place where I can put you know put the ego down, and not that I wear wigs, but I um it's almost like I could take the wig off, take off the fake leg, you know, take off take off the you know put the ego down, take out the glass eye, and you know just sit there. You know, I could strip all the way down and. Be me, just be you, and just be me, and and not have to have, you know. Because I, I look at ego in some aspects of as a layer of protection. It's like you know you when you get up and you get dressed, you dress in layers, you know, and and every article of clothing protects some po- some portion of you. Um, mm-hmm. And so for and so honestly, um, for me, ego. Is the layer of protection over over my mind, you know, like over my mental, you know? Because if you if I let you break my ego, then I'm gonna be messed up about it, you know. Like that's gonna mess my mind up a little bit. Um, so that's that's what I view ego as. And so when it comes to my family, like I don't I don't need that. Why I need to, you know, like
1: why I need
0: to walk around with ego at home? I'm at home. No, I was just I'm agreeing with you. You're absolutely right. Because remember now, it's three people that remind you, who remind you of who you are, who you were, the devil, the streets, and family. They're gonna give you the real. Mm-hmm. So you come in here acting like you know your hair is jet black and, and it's not granted that wig. Let going go remind <laughs> you.
2: Right. like, what happened to your hair?
0: Right. But that's that's the thing, you know, when when dealing with 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 people, you know, once you make it through something. It, you, you, it, you put on another layer, you know. You you you've accomplished something,
3: but mm-hmm. then
0: when you talk to this to the uh, to someone who's destitute, there's no reason for you to, you know, move with all these layers on.
2: No. And I mean, quite honestly, you know, I don't know. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but quite honestly, as a man, I don't think you want me to have all that ego because if I have ego. Then, then you're not going to be able to see the real me because I think to to an, like again ego is is that layer of protection. It's in some aspects, not in every, not in every case. But um, you know, as a man, as as my husband, I, I don't think you want to deal with my ego. You want to be able to deal with with me, um, in whatever vulnerable state I may or may not be in at, at the moment.
0: Well, you're you're absolutely right. Now, the thing about that is that that's one of the issues that is killing our community. The ego of women. Right? The reason why I say this, is because there's you're not being you. Your ego is, you know, the, the forty nine inch weave you know the eyelashes is just six inches long, and I got you know your two master degrees and you fake this and you fake that, and you you know the thing that they gotta help tie up to make your your waist look smaller and your stomach shrink and all that nonsense all these things that you're hiding behind, but the fact of the matter is it's not you. Those things don't make you. Those things just, quote, unquote, enhance you. But if there's no substance, there's no foundation, there's nothing to enhance. So to your point, I need to see you. Before you put on your face, as my mom used to say,
1: Right.
0: But right. nowadays everybody's so so busy and so afraid to I guess be vulnerable. Let someone see who you are. How you how you wanna be someone's wife and lay in someone's bed, but you don't want them to see you.
2: Like who you are. Um Right. Yeah, I, well, that's, that's one, you know, that's that's very important because even when, you know, even in the textbook definition of man, it, it refers to man as being a husband. Well, okay, so if, if a man is a husband, then, then a woman would be a wife. And, and it's one of those, if you are, you know, already married, then, you know, there are things that you need to know about being in that marriage. But if you are single... And, and praying for marriage um, Which is which I, I think that if you are single And you're praying for a man Then the, the right prayer would be To pray for marriage Because there's a difference In praying for a man And praying for a husband um, So if you are single And you're praying for a husband I think that there, there are things that you, know, you need to you need to know you need to be doing, um, in order to prepare for the husband, and and one of them is practice being yourself. Just strip all the way down to, you know, like even Pastor said on the call, um, when Adam and Eve were naked, they they were they didn't have anything to hide. You know, they were stripped they were stripped down all the way to their naked bodies and um it wasn't an issue. You know, they seen each other at I guess like in, in the rawest form. Um and there was acceptance. So if if we um as women are practicing that um in a marriage and before our marriage, then I think that that helps. Um one, if if you're single, it, it helps you to love who you are. Um mm-hmm. in in the rawest form of you. Um and, and that's only gonna, you know, help your husband love you the same way. And and two, if you're married, you know, it does exactly the same as well.
0: I agree. And you build on that. Another thing I'm sorry. Go ahead.
2: You're fine. I was I was saying that you build on that.
0: Yes. One of the things that we have to to do, um, men, women like, is before we can even be comfortable with who we are, we got we have to be comfortable with how we think and what we think. You know, I get my son, he walks around with his headphones all day long. And it's it's one of those things like, why do you have your headphones on? Are you afraid to hear yourself think? You know what I mean? But what we're not realizing is we're being manipulated and controlled and even brainwashed by the content that we're listening to. You're not, you're not unplugging, so to speak, and tuning in to what's going on around you, and and allowing your brain to process that. Because if you're looking for a husband, but all you're listening to is, um, I'm, I, I don't know,
1: Lil Uzi,
0: I don't, I don't think that, um. The lyrics that you're hearing, the words that you're hearing, is gonna be conducive to you finding a husband. You follow me? Uh
1: mm-hmm. huh.
0: But when you don't, when you have unplugged, and you may be going down the vegetable aisle, and a gentleman, you know, being a gentleman towards you, that's that's that possibility.
1: That may be your husband.
2: Yeah.
0: So that's what that's what we have to be be mindful, you know. And we and, and, and think for yourselves, become free thinkers. Stop letting black lives matter and and uh alt right and alt left and and used to be him and now I'm her, whatever movement going on, be yourself. Stop joining somebody else's fight. Be yourself. As an individual Because that way Your focus can remain on God And God can then Free your time to bless you With your husband Uh But if you're busy fighting Somebody else's fight You probably won't find your husband there
2: you no, know, you can't find your husband if you find him, If you fighting somebody else's fight, and truth to tell, you're not even gonna find him. He's supposed to find you.
0: No, well, fact, I mean, you know what I mean. He won't. He won't find you that because everybody's fighting for women for it's you know women's rights or whatever right. it's called, whatever they call you know, Me Too or whatever.
1: Uh huh.
0: So you got to put yourself in a position to be found. Are you are you trying to to be caught or are you trying to catch? If you're looking for the mm-hmm. husband, I'm sorry, if you want your husband to find you, you're looking to be caught. So you need to conduct yourself and dress accordingly like you're trying to be caught. If you walk around mm-hmm. here with everything tight and exposed, you're trying to catch on. And it may not be what you're looking for.
2: It may not.
1: Right
2: Please do.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna leave that right there.
2: Please
0: do. As a man, you will be attracted. To the woman, you will find the woman. By nature, we're hunters, we're predators. We're going to find our wife.
2: Y'all find thoughts too, though.
0: Thoughts find us.
2: Oh, is that what it is?
0: Thoughts find us. Yes. Thoughts don't go, won't go up to a man because they know that they're not on that on that level. A man ain't going up to a thought because I don't want nobody, I'm too good for this. I don't want nobody seeing me in this situation.
2: Really? Yeah. So men are too good for thoughts. Real men are.
1: Yeah.
0: Because the only thing, a man know that a thought is looking for a a, a payday. Okay. This is. She's not looking. To, she's not looking to change. She's not looking to to mature to be taught.
2: So let me ask you a question then. If she, if that's all she's looking for, what is he looking for? And when he, you know, when when he hook up with her, is he looking to pair? I just said he won not He will hooking up with her. I just said that. Oh, that's
0: okay. That's to be my okay. position.
2: Okay.
0: But you started on something. When a when a woman when a man asks for something, and it may not even be physical. It may ask for a favor. And the first time the woman says, What you gonna do for me? You already see what type of relationship that's about to be.
2: And what does that tell you? It's about to be a, a give and take or, you know, like. Oh, no, we bartering. We bartering. We exchange the services. So at because that point, you don't even be... take it seriously.
0: It's transactional. Be it, I ask you to bring me lunch. At work, or I ask you to have, you know, for some intimacy, the air quotes, you're going to be looking for something in return. And watch this you want a purse, you don't get that purse. Now nah, it's like, oh, no, nah, he, he ain't getting nothing tonight.
1: Because she want a purse?
0: Because she didn't get what she want. Remember, now it, start, it, it was, she was showing you that uh-huh. it was going to be transactional. She showed you this. When she said, what you going to do for me? What I get out of this or whatever. So at she that point, that
2: you've already checked out. So, so at that point, so let me let's let's just see see this. If, if you if you got your eye on the young lady, and you know you um you know test her so to speak, you know as you know bring me some lunch or you know you might bring me some breakfast or something like that, or you know, and she what you gonna do for me and. At that point, whatever her response is, have you already? If she were a potential wife, um, ha- have you checked out?
0: I'm I'm uh, effective communication, so I'm I'm checking the tone. You know what I mean? No,
2: no, no. Have you checked out of her? Like, you know, it's like, oh man, you know, she ain't she ain't ready. Let me go ahead and you know. Move no, on. so when I, no, I'm saying
0: even even in this in that before I check out, I'm listening to how she say, you know, what you gonna do for me.
1: Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. that may
0: that may be flirty, but if she say like something like what I get out of it, now that's that's it. That's the immediate checkout. There's no way
1: mm-hmm.
0: you can say something like that and it be flirty, versus you say you know what you gonna do for me. You know what I mean.
1: Mhm.
0: So that that's that's the key. Now, if she said with with, you know, brash and sternness, oh, you already yeah, it's time to check out. It's time to check out. That, that is not your mm-hmm. direction.
1: Mhm.
2: Okay. So do you find it like will? Will men do that? Will men test women just to see, you know, where their mental is, where their mindset is? It's like if we're having a conversation, because this should be real. I can tell you everything you want to hear, you know, and you could be asking me questions and during the getting to know phase simply because I'm I'm in this mindset where, you know, I'm saying to myself that, I'm ready to get married, you know. And so every question that you ask me, I can prep and, and, and do a and a session and, you know, probably pass it with flying colors. Um, so do you find it uh, a situation or, or are there situations where men, real men, actually – will we'll test that woman to say, okay, all right, well, you know, like everything sounds good. You know, she she's she saying all the right things. Let's let's see now, you know, she going to bring me some lunch. Or if I tell her my car ran out of gas, she'll come, you know, bring me a can of gas on the side of the road or something. Do you find, like, are there situations like that where real men will test a woman just to, to see, you know, if she is, who she says she is?
0: no. A real man is not <laughs> even going to sit here and do all these this, this whole Q&A thing. A real man go going to see for himself, you know what I mean, what type of person you are. You can tell me anything.
1: Okay, so explain how you, how you want to see yourself.
0: You know what I mean? So
1: mm-hmm.
0: when it comes to me testing you, that's not going to happen either. You, you, you follow me? I'm, what I need mm-hmm. to test you for You go Again You do what it takes To get the ring But after the ring Then what You see what I mean So It's, it's where it builds up And, and you watch it. And you see it And she going to show who she is Period No we not. We don't have to ask Question and answer Because again You you know the answers To all the questions you, You've cheated You got the You got the answer sheet you got the key. But me sure how
1: you move. So
2: basically, time. Time will tell. Okay.
1: And so I think it, that's again, the
2: same for women. You
0: no, know, some women, they, well, women play games. And, you know, uh, I need my nails done. <laughs> Just go get them down I'll bring some nail clippers yeah. But the whole The whole thing about it is As adults Men and women Games don't need to be played You play games with kids You sit down and play uh, road, road race or fro- frog race With, with kids we ain't got time to be playing games with each other So if you say You know I'm You know i ask you how your day going And you say good you know Have you eaten? No I haven't eaten You know what, what do you want? I'll bring you something You know what I mean That is out of generosity That's out from the kindness of the heart That That is not to, to get Brownie points That's because you haven't eaten Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's where people get get things misconstrued.
2: Just so because real man I, I, I
0: give you some... I'm sorry?
2: So, I'm, I'm sorry. Just go back to... The real man doesn't play games or doesn't run tests. They just allow no. uh, the appropriate time to get to know you.
0: Right. You're going to show me who you are.
2: Because
0: when I when I when I interview employees, you ask, you know, you got a license? Yeah, okay, cool. I don't need to know if you can cut. I don't need to know anything else because you're going to show me everything I need to know. You're going to show me everything I need to know. I don't need to know that you're a gentleman. I'll see when the kids come in, and, and you know, you change the language, and when the women come in. You either open the door you change your language. You know what I mean? That's when I'll see
1: mm-hmm.
0: you being a gentleman.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, I understand that. So do you think that there, what, how, from a man's perspective, what can women do to uh prepare for uh a husband like how do they um position themselves to be a wife
0: well first off before you even position yourself physically to be a wife you got to you got to position yourself mentally
1: Mhm.
0: Because mentally, whatever your mind and whatever directs your mind, go your body will follow. Mentally, if you have a, a, a closet, and it's only one closet in in the master bedroom or master suite, whatever you want to call it, you slide your put it, put it, put. It, um, your clothes on one half, so this man to have room for for his clothes. He may not be there yet, but already get in the position of him being there. Get into oh, the okay. habit and the mindset of of ours and we and us type situation versus the me my situation and I,
1: mm-hmm.
0: because you're speaking in two. Existence as a unit, as a couple, as a, as a family already, versus it just being you. If you continue to speak as an individual, you will m- mentally. You keep speaking as an individual. Physically, you're staying an in- individual. Mhm,
1: mhm.
0: So before you become a a husband, a wife, or a husband physically, mentally, you must be a husband, a wife, cook. If you don't know how to cook, cook. If this man goes to work every day, he's, he's not going to want to come home to McDonald's. He want his wife to take care of him instead of Maria, who's flipping burgers or f- dropping fries at McDonald's. hmm Those are the things. Park to one side of the garage so this man has a place to park whenever he gets there. This is how you start preparing yourself mentally having those prayers, learn to pray down so that you, you won't be afraid to pray in front or over, over him.
1: All right. Remove.
0: Remember that your ego is the layer of clothing, not the bathing suit, the layer of clothing. So be. Af- don't be afraid to peel all that off and let him see you. All these things is to prepare yourself for the spouse that you
1: want.
0: Mhm. And I say spouse so because obviously room. respective roles.
2: Right. So you you're saying make room, you know. Make room. Uh, yeah. If if you're taking up all the space in the closet, then, you know, he get there, he ain't got nowhere to put his clothes. Do you really want him there? You know? Right. Um Yeah, so that makes sense.
0: And another thing, too, ladies, this is, I'm going to say this right here, and I'm going to let you respond if you want, and uh, we're going to introduce Pastor to the line. Ladies, do not have another man's shirt in the closet if you expect to have a husband. Not even Purge. in the door if it's it a sleep shirt.
2: Purge. Get rid get rid if and here's the thing that I I don't think that um that we think about, um, especially when, you know, you know, you were saying we wanna be married and different things like that. Um, one, we don't think about making room, um, and and I said that because like I that is something that I actually learned um, to do is is make room for the blessings that that I want, you know. So, um, and then two, especially when you when you talk about, you know, keeping articles of clothing or, or anything. Um, left from you know a significant other of your past, you I'm not saying forget your past um, but move on from it you know and and I think even on the last call we, stuck up, we we talked about healing when when you get out of a relationship or whatever it is you are in with a man, then you know heal. Close that door. Close that door all the way. You know, um, get rid of articles of clothing. Get rid of books or, you know, whatever it is that you may have uh, those reminders. Because the one thing that God's not going to do is to send you a husband when you're still thinking about John. You know, so if you're still looking at that shirt hang up in in your closet and it's like, oh, I remember John. Um, we we'll keep on remembering John because you know, you don't have, have anybody to Yeah, you're not gonna have anybody to share that closet with. So go ahead and remember John and and just leave it at that. But you you know, what you have to go through oh Lord, I'm gonna use one of the pastors where it's a season of preparation um for your husband. And when I say preparation it's it's in an all Aspects, you know, making the room, purging, you know, articles of clothing from old relationships, healing, purging the um, mind
0: too, yes, healing,
2: purging the yeah the mind, and then you know, um, then you actually have to start to change your mindset where, um, you know, when when you pray, even though your husband ain't right there in front of you, you're praying for him, um, you know, even. You know, I I found out some things tonight that I didn't know even cook. You know, if you're not a great cook, you know, start practicing on, and and you don't have to be America's next top chef or whatever, but, you know, start making those grilled cheese. Instead of going to get a cheeseburger, you know, you make your cheeseburger, um, doing things like that because apparently men don't want women who can't cook. Because that leaves them, you know, in, back where they started, single. Um, but, you know, you got to start doing these things if you expect to be married.
0: Now, that was well said. Let's say this time to introduce Pastor. Pastor, good evening.
4: Good evening, sir. How are you?
0: Oh, man, great. Thank you. Yourself? <laughs> I'm doing
4: well, man. I'm late getting out here. Have some things going on, but nonetheless I wanted to call in and at least listen to what you guys were talking about.
0: Well we we continue on to we continued on from uh part two from last week. Um, yeah,
4: just just heard that last little bit right there, but you can uh give me an update, but I'd I, um Heard that last little bit about um, the preparation stage, and that's a, that's a critical stage, critical, critical.
0: It, oh, it is. You know, we don't. You definitely don't want to, and um, you definitely don't want to go in as a hoarder, meaning you know you're holding on to everything from the past. So you definitely want to purge things out. Best part of the preparation, you know. Um, I do a lot of little building things around here. And before I get started, I may, I check inventory, all the tools that I'm going to need, lay everything out. I'm preparing so that way it can be executed as smooth as possible. And that's the same thing Mm -hmm. with life. If we continue to, to, to hold on, and we got John and Bob and Dave and and two of Jose shirts in the closet or in the drawer you never, you're not making room for your husband.
4: Well, quick, I tell you, what, if if um, you know, I, I want to challenge. I don't know if anybody else is on here. I don't know who's listening. Have no clue. But if there are uh, single folk listening, and even married folk, now I want to give them a little exercise. And you know, I'm not going to challenge what anybody believes. Your beliefs are your beliefs. I'm going to stand on what I know. In my heart, I respect what you believe, and uh, we'll see how this thing turns out. But bottom line, you know, the way you read and study the Bible, because as usual, uh, when I got on here, you were speaking scripture, and, you know, without, you know, talking about exactly where it came from, but, you know, when you talk about not having the shirt and about letting go of the shirt, cleaning out the closet and all that, scripture says, um to forget those things that are behind and, you know, basically prepare for what, you know, for the now. you got to let go of the past. Uh, if we would, now, anytime you read the Bible, you should read it as, you know, as a child of God. You should read it as a Christian, if you will. I'm good with all of that. But every now and then, you know, uh, based off the um, uh, place where you are in your life, you need to read it as that. So, I want to challenge, you, if anybody's on your single, I want to challenge you to read the Bible as a single person. And you ask God, God, give me the understanding that I need, you know, to, to prepare to be married. Okay, so now when you read that, and it said, forget those things that are behind. Okay, so that means that shirt, that jewelry, that song that he loved, that touch, that smell that, you know, you enjoyed that he had. Forget those things so that you can press on. Because if you don't, what happens is you will all of a sudden put that new man in position where he has to compete with that old man. And anytime there's a competition, mm-hmm. somebody's gonna lose. Somebody's gonna lose. And so that's why you go through this uh, this purging season. And it's, you know you got to purge uh, not only your mind and your heart, but you got to purge your closet. You got to purge. You know your emails, your text messages. You gotta purge that. You can't hold on to uh, what was and grab hold of what is supposed to be at the same time. It 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 can't be that because you're always some kind of way you you're gonna throw that new man for a loop. And no man wants to compete. No man wants to be sitting there saying, you know, um, uh, where did he take you? And and if, what did he do for it? Now, nobody got time for all that foolishness. So in order to have what God has for you, you you got to, and I'm going to challenge you, just read the Bible as a uh, single person. See see what it's saying to you, the very same scriptures you've been reading in the past. Read them and ask God to speak to you for where you are in your life. You will be amazed at how um, uh, single-minded you are. Everything is... You know, and it's my word. I've been using it for years. You have that Johnny Gill mentality, my, 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 my. But when you are going into who God has for you, that my has to change to a we and an us, and, and, and you have to have that mindset. And until you have that mindset, you're not ready for that next level. You're just not. As long as you've got to have, you know, my room, my space, my side of the bed, my bill, my car, my—it's not gonna work like that because God can't bless it. Because when the two is supposed to become one, now your souls are gonna stay different. That's, you know, that's a given. You gotta give an account of that. But everything else, you know, um, belongs to that other person, and we gotta make sure that we um, understand that. You cannot have that selfish mentality. You know, even in your prayers, you can't pray for you and not pray for your spouse. You you can't do that. You got to pray for it. You got to pray for your spouse. That's the duty of a spouse. It's my duty to pray for my wife. It's my wife's duty, you know, to pray for me. Now, obviously, we got to pray for other people, but you know, you can't be selfish. And God don't He don't want us to be selfish, especially in relationships. It's not supposed to be that way. So. I, I love, what, love what you're talking about, about that that purging. You know, sometimes we have to be uh, cut back. We have to let go of something. And some of our prayers shouldn't be, Lord, send me a man. It's like, Lord, prepare me for, you know, prepare mm. me to be found. Prepare me to be found. Mm. You're not, as far as the women are concerned, you're not supposed to be looking anyway. You're not supposed to be hunting. You're supposed to be being prepared to be found. When by the time Adam got to Eve, you know, the Bible says he that findeth a wife findeth a good thing. And if you're not wife, you could be wife material, but if you're not wife, you shouldn't become a wife when you get married. You got to be a wife before you get married. You know, you know, you, 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 you want her now again, she's not gonna be perfect. He's not gonna be perfect. No, it's still a work in progress, but your mindset, your attitude, uh, your desire has to change over to where Listen, I want to be everything. Check this out. Not that God, I mean, not that the man wants me to be. I want to be everything God has ordained for me to be. And if I'm everything that God has ordained for me to be, that man's going to be all right. That man's going to be okay. So I don't know what you guys have talked about, but uh, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it.
0: (laughs) Now, you know, the only thing I have, I would would, would challenge that is, Mm -hmm. You know, just like last week when the young lady was—you know—we were talking about, you know, about the past. You know, right. in order for they say you don't—you know—don't forget your past. No,
1: mm-hmm.
0: no, no. You you forget your past because going into this and having a conversation about it. Once we have a conversation about it, it's a done deal, right? Because now it's right here, this moment going forward. As long as you're still holding on to that past that relationship isn't going to progress. It can't progress. Not smooth and not the way you want because the past, everything happens, the past is going to keep coming up. Well, I remember when so-and-so did this and when he did this, this is what that meant, you know. And now, again, to your point, now this guy is competing with your memories of the past. Be it good or bad, it's still memories of the past. So this new relationship yeah. isn't going to go anywhere.
4: And to define uh, forget, forget, <laughs> because God is such a thorough God and he gave you such a good memory, obviously you're going to know it's there. You, you know it's going to be there. Forget when it talks about it in the Bible. It means don't allow it to hinder you. Don't allow it to be. Um, a roadblock in your life, in your relationship, or in your future. Don't allow it to um, uh, affect your thinking or your decision-making. Don't allow it to have any say-so at all in what you do or how you treat someone. So when it says forget, what it's saying is move on from it. You can sit down and have a a talk with uh, the new person about the old person, but it ought to be just in jest, just in laughing, just in, in conversation. Man, I was uh babe I was uh dating this woman one time and boy she just took all of my money. I ain't have no sense you're you laughing about it and you're moving on, but it's not in where, you know, anybody has to compete. So when you say forget, that means don't allow it to have place in your future, your decision making, your thinking or any less. You should be aware, literally, when you get with the right person or, you know, or you prepared for the right person, the old person has no effect whatsoever. You're not sitting there thinking, God, man, that other one treated me so much. Nice. You know, I ain't thinking about that. you sitting there thinking, mm-hmm. God, God, you know what, you gave me the right. Lord, thank you for this. I know I don't deserve this. God, thank you so much. And, and, and that's just the way that it is. I don't care. The guy was Superman to you, you know, or the lady was Superman to you. Forget that, too. Forget forget that, too. Apparently, they wasn't the right one because if they were, you'd still be with them. So you've got to let go. We all have to let go, and not just in relationships but in business. If you failed in business before, you know, learn what you need to learn, but don't allow it to instill a fear in you that says you're not going to make it the next time. So you've got to be able to. Uh, get it in this place to where it's no longer a hindrance It's no longer um, a, a trigger or anything like that You know, next time the man double knots his shoes Don't sit there and say, oh Lord, he's doing it like the last one I mean, he's getting ready to go No, no, don't do not do that to yourself, you know Ask God to cleanse you Ask God to prepare you You know, pray every day, God You know, give me, a, create in me a new heart and a new mind You know, you have to pray those prayers And the Bible says, uh, again, looking at it from a single standpoint, uh, when it it talks about uh, moving forward, it said, I die daily. And what it's talking about is every day I'm letting more and more go. Every day I'm saying, you know what, Mm -mm. I'm not going back there. I don't want to go back there. God, thank you for delivering me. Thank you that you allowed me to move beyond that. So that's what the forgetting means. It means moving on from it. You know, it's not a roadblock. It's not a hindrance. It's 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 it's, it's nothing. It was a it's a testimony. <laughs> Until it becomes a testimony, you're still holding on to it. When you can give it as a testimony and tell somebody, "I've been where you are," but God will deliver you and He has something better for you. That's when that thing becomes. That's when you're free to move forward now. Because again, you, man, I let me. If you you tell me that. O.J. took you to this restaurant, then you probably need to find a ride home because I, I ain't trying to hear about O.J. now. You know, that's between you and O.J. That's fine. No, I'm, I'm not with there. you now. I'm with you now. Stop. Don't don't talk to me about it. It's not that I'm jealous. It's just, no, girl, You no. You're wasting up valuable time and space. No, no. And that'll be the same way with the man, too, you know. So... I'm sure y'all have had a you lot of... want to be with O.J., you need to go over there with O.J. There you go, brother. O.J. probably still over there somewhere. But I, I'm not O.J. I'm not D.J. I'm not R.J. I'm, I am who I am. You know, so, um, you know, you got... And, and listen, God can help you with that, but you got to be willing to... There's some things that God can take from you, and there's some things you got to be willing to let go of. You got to be willing to let go
0: of.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's the that's that's the the part you know. When you when you have so much in the closet, it, it almost yeah. seems like you're a hoarder, and that's and that shows where your mind is. You know, you holding mm-hmm. on to stuff. You're a hoarder. There's no room for nothing else, no one else.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the first time someone comes in, they're going to realize that there's no room for them, and they're going to leave. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Look, man, you're all over it. I mean, you the music you listen to. If you get that song, oh, that's my song, and it take you back to that spot, come on now. They make new music. They make new music. And you're getting older now. That old song shouldn't still do it for you. It ought to just be something you can laugh at. You don't have to go back to that. you got to quit. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. That's contrary to the Bible. Stop singing that foolishness. <laughs> you know, you're, you're an adult now You don't have to listen to kids songs Listen to something that Listen to some jazz music, put your own words to it Don't listen to nothing Just listen to her voice or his voice You know, we we gotta We gotta grow up When I became a man, when I became a mature Christian I put away childish things And so that, that music That still triggers it for you Stop listening to it Just stop listening to it And then that's God to take the taste away from you with you, for you. Don't, don't do that. You know, hanging on to that shirt that's got his cologne on it. Let go of that foolishness. Let go of that foolishness. Hanging on to that movie ticket that he took you to. Let go of that. I told a couple once, um, this lady had a, I I wouldn't think it of a Mercedes. Or, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was a Mercedes. And, uh, the thing kept breaking down, kept breaking down. And it was just a thorn in that relationship, just on and on and on. And they kept. He kept the husband kept trying to fix it for the wife, and that thing was costing them a minute. And I asked him, Why are you holding on to this? Why don't you just get a car? Well, you know what? This is the only thing I got from my uh, first husband, and you know I just uh, that's the only thing I got out of the marriage. and I'ma hold on to it. Well, no wonder they keep breaking down. The Lord kind of letting you know. And ever since they gotten rid of that car and gotten another one, things have been better. Not perfect things have been significantly better because in that car, that woman had been threatened. In that car, a gun had been pulled on her. In that car, that woman had been abused. That woman had gone through so much. So now she's in that old car with that new man but with an old mind. Mm. And it's like that Mm. same man is still sitting in the car with her. And so when she traded it in, I guess she cried over it. I don't know what she did, and got the other one. It don't smell like the old man. She don't think about the Mm -hmm. old man. All she can remember is me and this man went and got this car together. You see what I'm saying? And and I know that that sounds foolish, but hear me now. Everything carries a spirit. (laughs) Everything carries a spirit. And you best believe those spirits will try and draw you back. And when I say spirit, I'm not talking about those spooky stuff always. It might. When I say spirit, I'm talking. About it carries a memory. It carries something that the devil can work through, that will prevent you from moving forward. From moving forward. So, I have talked enough. It's almost yeah, ten fifty. I've been talking since I've been
0: on here. <laughs> you know, and I appreciate that. You know, when it when it comes to to certain things, you know, preparation mm-hmm. is the key. Preparation is the yeah. key. The process is the key. Uh, right now, everybody's so so egotistical, so they, they believe they actually have start drinking their own Kool-Aid. So the challenge is exposure. Let yourself be vulnerable. If you're already the man, if you're you the man, and she's already the woman, how y'all going to grow together? When you the man, ain't no where for you to go. You know what I mean. So, like I was, like I was telling Miss Quick, I was a man. You know, like we said uh, last week, there's levels to it. But until I got mad, I was, I was another man. And then as we grew, I became the man. You, you follow me? But when yes, we, if you start out, and you already thinking that you up here? No. Yeah, no. Nah. It, it you ain't right. going to quite work. So no. we got to remove all these all these uh, inflators is what I'm going to call them. You know, when we walk around, oh, I got two massive degrees, you know, and you got somebody, you know, that thing around your waist that they got to pull and tie like a shoe. To make your weight small You got 6 inch eyelashes And 49 inch hair And all this You're not you You're not you Your foundation isn't there You're afraid of that That's why you walk around here with headphones on Because you're not you You're afraid of who you really are And who you really are Is who this man has to see If he's going to be If he's going to make you his wife Me seeing you all made up, I'm just seeing how good your beautician is, how good your last tech is, how good your makeup artist is, and how good, you know, who, who, how strong whoever is that helped tie this damn thing around your waist.
1: Yes, sir. I'm
0: not, I'm not seeing you. But to your point earlier, when we were talking about the music, you're out right here with your headphones in, listening to Lil Uzi and whoever else, you're not preparing yourself to be a wife because around here with this in your ear, you may be over there grocery shopping and your husband is over there in the vegetable aisle and he's just trying to spark a conversation, but you don't hear him because you got this crap in your ear. <laughs> Sometimes it's okay to disconnect and be aware and in tune to what's going on around you. Well, I'm just saying.
1: Well,
4: (laughs) the Bible talks about um, being free. You know, whom the Son says free is free indeed. And one of the the things that, you know, when you're thinking about as a single or as a married person, am I free? Am I free to be myself around, you know, um, is my wife free to be herself around me? Does she have to? Uh, you know, do this and do that to excite me because if you take off the eyelashes and the fingernails and the toenails and the fake breasts and the fake butt and you put them in the drawer over there, if I'm in love with all of that, I'm gonna get in the drawer instead of getting in the bed with you. You know, you, right. you gotta be you. You and and the person God has for you, you know, they wanna see the real you. Don't. Uh, present. Um, um, uh, 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 don't show me a good commercial, and then when we get married, the product ain't like this commercial. You know, I want a mm. real deal, and a lot of times that's what happens in marriage. And I, I can give you so many examples from there. But you know, you are. You sex me half to death before we get married. Then when we get married, I can't find you. You know, don't do that. <laughs> you know, don't do that. Uh, here you are with all of this. Uh, here you are with all of this. This, this nice smelling perfume on and all this stuff when we're dating. But then you smell like castor oil whenever we get married. Don't do that. You, you need to be able to be free. And the one guy has for you, you should be able to be. You should be able to speak freely. And, you should be, and nothing wrong with you making yourself uh, beautiful, but I want you to know that you're beautiful the way God made you. Now, if you want to put on some makeup, I have no problem with that. you want to put on some jewelry, I have no problem with that. But I want you uh, to be at peace in your own mind to know that you're beautiful without it, that I don't have to. Mm. See, whether you're not fishing. And so when you're fishing, you can use live bait. You can be, use artificial bait. You can fish with a net, you know. Depending on what you fish with, will determine what to you catch. catch. Yes, right. sir. That's the way it is. But you know what? If you don't have none of that, you know, I promise you, you'll be surprised at what God can do for you. So you gotta be, you gotta be mindful. Be yourself. Hey,
0: Pastor, hold on now. Be, be yourself. We ain't you got none Look of that. Better. They let them know that you're trying to be caught. So you <laughs> either go out <laughs> while, while you're trying to catch something, and you, you might mind, be trying yes, to catch sir. something. But now, when you're in mm-hmm. the position that mentally, you're in the position to be caught.
4: There you go. That means you're not fishing. Ain't nobody going to go fishing with no tackle box, no bait. If you ain't got no bait, you ain't fishing. So you ain't what? Fishing. now you are the fish. Now you are now the you,
1: fish. Just a now you are the fish. fish.
4: Yeah, now here we come mm-hmm. with the tackle box. Yeah. Now here we come. <laughs> yeah, <boy. laughs> now here we
1: come. And guess what? And you guess just put
4: right.
0: us in a position to choose, right? No, I'm going to throw that back. That ain't real. I'm
1: going
0: to throw that back. Yo, that's it, man. <laughs> Look at it, man. <laughs> Look at it, man. You know, came on here and I set the line on fire, man. You know how you do, man.
4: Nah, brother, I just, <laughs> I was struggling to try to get on here. I said, it's a little too late, and I said, you know what? 20 or 30 minutes is better than nothing. So, uh, you know, duty calls sometime, and I have to, do what I got to do. But it is what it is, man. I was blessed by what little bit I was able to be a part of. So I'm grateful for that.
0: Hey, man. Listen, I'm going to shoot you a text in a bit. I don't know the lady's name. I got to give her my number for her son. Uh, In the event that he need somebody to talk to, man to man, you know, uh, I told her I would get with you you can get her my number oh it's somebody I know yes, okay um, I'll take your word for it yeah we will we we'll talk in talking we're we'll talking a bit um also talk to your talk to the congregation we're doing a uh, a drive a clothing drive uh, for blankets, socks whatever for uh homeless vets here, and if y'all want to be a part um uh, you can collect, and I will. We'll get together. You know about getting them down here, but you know we trying to keep people warm this season. Yes, sir. Make sure you
4: include that in the text also, because um, I don't want to. I don't want to forget about it. We've done something similar in the past as a young man that was. Uh, uh, doing that, but right now he's in the mar- middle of uh, his marriage uh, preparation, <laughs> and his his mind is somewhere else. He ain't thinking about the homeless right now. <laughs> his mind is somewhere else. Sure. So, yeah, so uh, you know and the people in the past they they really uh, they they participated. They gave towards it, so um, not a problem. Doing the same thing, just sending it to. A different location, so it's all good.
0: Yeah, well, we got we got three bins, and they just started last week. Well, this okay. week, so uh, you know, it's about the community, man. You know, uh, as a man, so I anything, was telling them earlier. That's what we do. To
4: keep, anything to keep warm. That that's what I'm hearing.
0: That's what you're hearing, bro. Blankets, socks. It doesn't matter, man. All right, I got you. And you know, we're grateful for one pair of socks or. You know, a sweatshop <laughs> full of socks.
4: Yes, sir. Do no
0: matter bad. else, man. Well, look here, man. Let's go ahead and plug. Last week, we didn't get a chance to plug it, man. So go on and plug it in, plug the services in, and go on and pray us out, man, so you can uh, go hand the other business. All right. Well, listen,
4: uh, first of all, I enjoyed a little bit I was able to be a part of. Um, and second of all, listen, uh, we have prayer uh, it's not denomination affiliated. It's not sponsored by a church or anything. You never hear my name or anyone else. It's just prayer. We start our day at 6 a.m. with prayer. May take 12 minutes, 15 minutes, maybe, and then we end our day every night at 11 p.m. with prayer. And if um, you'd like to join in, um, the number is area code six zero five three one three. 4822. That's 605-313-4822. And then you enter um the the the, the code one six six eight two nine. One six six eight two nine. And you can join us for prayer at six AM and eleven PM Eastern Standard Time. Um and uh, you don't have to say a word. We just we just have prayer. Plain and simple. And um Also, on Sundays at um, 10 a.m. and on Wednesdays at 7 p.m., we have a service via Zoom. You can get online and there's a a good Bible study lesson or a good message prayerfully that will relate to this season and also relate to uh, your life. And uh, the meeting code, meeting ID for that 661-994-994. 991-661-994-1991. One nine nine one, 661 994 1991 And the password is the word Calvary, C-A-L-V-A-R-Y. And that's every uh, Sunday um, and every Sunday at 10 a.m. and every Wednesday at 7 p.m. So we'd like for you to join us. And if not, hey, look, keep us in prayer. We're going to do the same for you. We're on the same team. We're just in a different city. So Thank you, Mr. Quick, for allowing me to plug that. And thank you for your support, man, your prayers, your friendship,
0: and your love, brother. We, we thank you. It's my pleasure, man. Well, my heart and mind clear. I pray that yours is as well. I know Miss Quick said hers is, so if you will, man, let's go ahead and press out, man.
4: Yes, sir. Lord, thank you so much for all that was discussed tonight. I pray, first of all, that you got glory out of it. I pray that, you know, truth went forth because the only thing that's going to make us free, set us free, and prepare us is truth. We don't always like truth, and truth don't always feel good. It always gets us where we need to be. Life is difficult right now, but we don't have to make it harder than it is. God, if we could just connect up with you and do the things you require us to do, do the things that just treat people the way we want to be treated. God, everything else will work out. I pray that no one's feelings were hurt tonight, no one was confused tonight, but that someone was educated and empowered. And God, if that was done, then you know what? It was well worth the time spent. I pray that you will continue to bless uh, Mr. Quick, Miss Quick. I pray that you will bless um, from the streets to the pulpit and everybody that's a part of it. No matter how far this thing goes, God, we want you to get the bless, the miracle out of it. If you'll get the glory, God, we'll get the benefit. But we know it's not about us. It's all about you and empowering your people. So, God, we're not trying to be the light. We're just trying to tell people who the real light is. So thank you so much, God. Empower the single folks. Empower the marriage folks. Help us to be who you call us to be. Thank you so much for this night,
0: and I pray that you'll keep your hand on us all. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. My brother, I thank you so much, man. And, you know, we love you dearly. Uh, yes, sir. You, you impacted our lives in an enormous way. Uh, I can't begin to even try to quantify it with a number. Um, thank you. you know, we love you. Man, it's all love, It's likewise. Trust
4: me, it goes both ways. If you find love that's one-sided is not genuine love, man, so. Big love to you, brother. You know that.
0: Thank you. Well, that concludes tonight's episode from the streets to the pulpit. I'm your host number one with Pastor Robinson, Miss Quick, and Dr. Twin in his absence. And we thank everybody for listening, for calling in. Um, we love you dearly, and we appreciate you. Remember, keep God first. Ask God to prepare you for your next level, be it with someone else, Or just to be comfortable with yourself Get rid of the past Your past does not dictate Your future Your current thoughts dictate your future You can't get to your current Without a clean past Erase that Forget that Start afresh, start anew And get what's yours coming to you It's not my word It's uh, As Pastor says, it's written So with that being said, follow that Love God. Love one another. Wash your hands and be safe. Peace.